Welcome to another week of Dangerous to Go Alone. I'm Jay Ray, and I name planets in no man's sky with numbers out of chronological order. <laughs> that's so fucking weird. Uh, and I'm Amanda, and I think that's fucking weird. <laughs> this is this is why we get an explicit tag, Amanda. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's why sponsors are pulling out. It's my fault. I'm I'm a swear bear. It's why Babies Are Us is like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you change your fact at the end. No, well, I do think that's fucking weird, and that okay. is a fact. But okay. uh, my name is Amanda, and I have purple nails. There you go. Uh, don't, didn't you ever hear the story about SEAL Team 6? No. Like, they're not the sixth SEAL Team. But they what call themselves... What is SEAL Team 6? Are you nuts? I am nuts. Oh, my goodness. They're the... Well, one, they're like the most elite squad of soldiers, like, of all time. Are they Navy SEALs? Yes. Okay. Uh, two, they were... Uh, the group that took out Bin Laden, uh, oh. among other things, like that's just what they do. Is like something crazy happened, they were probably there, but they call themselves SEAL Team Six. There are no other SEAL teams. They call themselves that so that their enemies think that there are more SEAL teams out there. Wow. Yeah, we're like, holy shit, we got hit by six. <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't one. That kind of thing. <laughs> so I've been naming planets like fucking pirate asshole number six. <laughs> and everybody's like searching frantically around you the can't universe. Name it pirate asshole. No, you can't. There's a bleep. But yeah, Swear I could do bear. I could do A55 hole <laughs> and sure. no one knows. Sure. Elite speak. All right. This is what the show's about. Netflix shows. <laughs> Welcome to Dangerous to Go Alone. So, um that was very confusing. We're talking about Netflix produced content on this week's episode. Dangerous to go alone. Of dangerous to go alone. I got it. I got there. You are totally there. Yeah. We're a part of the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network. Visit www.brokenjars.xyz for all of our other amazing content, including Shylock's gaming podcast, whenever they decide to put out an episode, um, Great Scott, the Office podcast. Those are just weeks. the two that Jay Ray's on, so he likes to plug them. No, you could do other things. High Fantasy, if you're a writer, you could listen to the 42 Entertainment Podcast, although they're taking a summer break. A siesta, I think they call it. I see. I would like a siesta. Well, you can't, you lazy ass. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Well, we're only, we're only like. You know what seven I'd like? Episodes in. What? I'd like to Netflix and chill. Okay. <laughs> That's a good transition. <laughs> um, so essentially. Before I take my siesta. Amanda and I separately had finished watching Stranger Things. Um, we took our time. Everybody was talking about it weeks ago. Um, and we were like, we didn't buy into the hype right away. I thought you were going to say we took our time. And I was like, we finished it in two days. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> no, no yeah, 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 no. We took our time getting to getting it. Getting to it. Yeah, it took yeah. us a little while. Sorry, guys. Um, no, no, no. Sorry. Fuck them. Oh, we fuck you guys. We, we watched what we want to watch. These are our listeners. We shouldn't tell them to go fuck themselves. Okay. This is a particularly like, well, okay. sweary like what, episode. Like, what if I... So I'm editing this, like, tomorrow, right? Uh-huh. And, like, so what if in my own home, I take the mic, set it up, and then I record... Fuck you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, it's like a random thing in there. All right, That's whatever. That's great. I love that. Um, so we took our time to get there to watch it, but we watched it, and we had thoughts. Yeah. And this episode concept started off as us talking about that show specifically but then we decided to make it a broader thing in terms of how netflix is kind of shaping tv entertainment and tv being because that's where you watch it not because it's like tv 
right? Because not really. It's streaming, technically. It's not TV. It's and it's also Netflix. not HBO. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's Netflix. Right. Um, yeah, so, so first... Okay, so like, should we even talk about how we felt about Stranger Things? Yeah, let's like, talk about Stranger Things real fast. Yeah. Non-spoil. This is a non-spoiler episode. We're Amanda not watched spoil it any of the quicker shows. than me. I did. There's this fun thing where Amanda's like, "I'm watching Stranger Things right now," after we had watched the first two episodes together, and I didn't realize like that was the game we were playing. So like, <laughs> it changed my whole week because I was like, "Okay, well now I need to watch it really quick." Because Amanda spoils everything for me. I wouldn't have spoiled it. She did. You could have taken. Because then I told her. I I told her. I was like, "Oh, I'm at X episode," and she's like, "Oh, the one that ends with and then crazy fucking mic drop moment." (laughs) And I was like, "Well, thank fucking god that that was the correct episode." I knew it was correct. He underestimates me. She had no idea. And I wanted to talk about the end of that episode because the end of that episode was crazy. We didn't even talk about it. Well, I wanted to bring it up because it was crazy. <laughs> um, no, so okay, so you watch it faster than me. That I was did. my point. So what yeah, did you I watched think? It a couple so days. you must have liked it a lot. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's a, it's the best show I've seen in a long time. I'm trying to think of something that I watched recently that I thought was like just as good. Maybe Jessica Jones, first mm. season of Jessica Jones. Um, but yeah, in terms of TV, I mean, we've been watching Orphan Black. That show's pretty fucking great. Not but, a Netflix original. Not just, a Netflix. Just, sorry. Um, but I'm just trying to, like, sure, think of other sure. shows that I... I don't know. It, like, it just really hooked me, and I had to know. Yeah. Also, I, there's something about it, too, and I guess we'll talk about this a little bit when we're talking about Netflix, but sometimes I feel like because of the culture we live in now, like, you know, people talk about, they'll be like, a movie's too long, but mm-hmm. I can binge watch five episodes of something. Right. It's a little bit like that, because there's an amount of, like, trickery in my head where I was like, well, it's only, how many episodes was it? Ten? Eight. Eight. I was like, this shit is only eight episodes. I'll just watch it all right now. And then I pretty much did. But, like, I I would never watch eight episodes of a 22-episode show. Sure. Season, you know? Bringing it in in a circle, Kimmy Schmidt, also a Netflix original show, says... You can do anything 10 seconds at a time. <laughs> 10 seconds. Apparently, right, Amanda could watch seconds. anything eight episodes at a time. Yeah, I don't know. It just, like, it made me want to finish it quickly because yeah. I was like, oh, there's an end. I also didn't know if it was going to be self-contained or not. And I was right. really curious, like, to find out if it had an right. ending. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, two I really days, right? talk about. But, yeah. Yeah, two it was two days. two days, I think. Because we watched it. We started watching oh, it on Oh, no, I think I finished it on Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah we started it Saturday oh, and, and on Tuesday. I watched most of it on Sunday, and then I didn't watch any on Monday, because we were recording a podcast for you fucking listeners, and um, then I finished it on Tuesday. (laughs) I'm literally going to call this episode fucking Netflix. (laughs) Fucking Netflix. Motherfucking Netflix. It'll probably be bleep Netflix. Motherfucking Netflix and chill. You gotta have and chill chill in there. All right. Wow, Amanda's like really hip for this one thing I'm in so the world. <laughs> I don't should... even think that's hip anymore. I don't I know, think it's not. the kids Every... have stopped doing it. Everybody should have been around when Amanda was trying to ask what in fleek was. In fleek? That's not what I said. That's what you said. No. I think I said on fleet. I think on I would... fleet. <laughs> on okay. Fleet. Equally as bad. I'm old, guys. Yeah, she's not that old. <laughs> I'm younger than J-Ray, but don't tell anybody. Okay. Um, so I, I dug it also. And I had been wanting to watch it. Stranger Things. Sorry, Stranger let's things. talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I I hadn't finished Daredevil season two yet, also a Netflix original show. So I felt like I personally wanted to finish that first because I didn't stop because I was uninterested. Um, and it would have felt weird to like put this other piece of media in between it, mm. despite watching movies and other TV shows or whatever, because those were kind of non-committal, you know. 
but I blazed through Daredevil like in a day, like with the yeah. remaining episodes. I think you did. Um, so then we were able to do Stranger Things. We did it on a whim. Amanda told me she was watching it, so I felt pressured and I had to watch it. Um, not that it was a chore though, because it was a really good show. And yeah, I, I walked away really happy about what we were given. Totes. It's not not the kind of show that. Well, one, it's the kind of story that had to be told in a show. Almost specifically that eight-episode format that it did. Yeah. Because uh, if it was reduced down to a movie, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been wouldn't enough. Wouldn't have been enough, right. And yeah, if it was a little bit longer, maybe the pacing wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been as good. Because yeah. I can't say I felt timeless. like there were things that lingered that I wanted more time I wonder with. if there is a next season, if that will also be eight episodes, or if they just write the thing and then fit it into however many episodes it fits into. Well, so that would be awesome. Super, super minor spoilers here, but I did read today. I don't know when the article was posted that uh, Stranger Things has not been officially picked up for a season two yet. That's right. Um, but the the do the two guys who write the show, the Duffer Duffer Brothers, brothers. yeah, um, they did say that they're. It seemed like some of their comments was leaning toward a direct continuation of season one. Yeah. Story-wise. I already told you this. Is this a different article? I didn't read the article that you sent me. Oh, I looked okay. up one today. Gotcha. Um, but, well, because I had been under the impression that it's possible that this could have been like an anthology series. We talked about this last week. Not on the show. Not on the show. All right. So fucking, <laughs> why don't you play it up a little bit? Well, you're looking at me like this is new information that you're telling me when I told you all of this last I week. I know, but I didn't believe you because what do you know? <laughs> she said on fleet, guys. <laughs> um, well, no. Well, I think it's important. Well, because one, it hasn't been picked up. So it, it could be anything. That's right. Right? If at all. If at all. Right. If it even decides to go. Um, even if they want to. Because I don't know. Um, but two... There's an argument to be made that the story of season one, Stranger Things, doesn't have to be touched again. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's kind of a spoiler, but... Yeah. No, not really. Yeah, well, because when I was watching the show, I really wanted to get to the end because I wanted to know if the end would be fulfilling or not. And you're clearly suggesting that it is. I think it's fulfilling for the type of show that it is. I think... Um, I mean, so you have to, listeners, have to think about it in terms of maybe like an X-Files or X-Files. But in that like X-Files had an overarching story and -hmm. it went on for several seasons, like five or six or something crazy like that. Um, And then, but every other episode was kind of like a creature of the week episode, you know? Right. Um... So this is kind of like a arc of X-Files without the middle stuff, you know? There's no, like, random things in the middle. It's all right. connected to the same story. And at the end of an X-Files episode, sometimes David Duchovny, Why Don't You Love Me? Why don't you love me, David Duchovny? Um, <laughs> maybe he... I love uh, that song. <laughs> like, maybe they find whoever was abducted by aliens or whatever it was, a Sasquatch. Right. Um, but they don't find the creature. Sure. Only David Duchovny saw the creature. Yeah. So no course. one else believes him. Right. And then that's it. We never go back to this monster of the week again. Right. And I feel like Stranger Things ended that way. Mm-hmm. It resolved what it needed to. Um, it left open what was interesting to leave open. Sure. 
And if we never went back to it again, it's like a fun like. It would be okay. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, I agree. that's how I feel. It yeah. would be okay. Yeah. But because of the context of that show, right? If this, if that kind of ending happened with like a Breaking Bad or something. Um, um, I mean, I don't know. They could maybe pull it off. You're suggesting that because it's like a sci-fi thing. Well, I'm suggesting that because, so as I said, the show is kind of like sci-fi-ish, right? Um, and because of that, a lot of the characters that we follow are not privy to what's happening, you know, of their own knowledge. They're trying to figure it out as they go along. And by the end of the show, whoever is still around didn't miraculously obtain scientific abilities, right? Like, they're not scientists by the end Knowledge, of the show. right. Because uh, I think it only takes place over, like, four days, the whole show. Right. Um, so they wouldn't know what the hell happened either. Right. Right? So that, that I guess that's what I'm saying, is that, like, if we're just following these characters who are the main characters and they weren't part of the whole thing and just dealt with it, I think it's fair to for them not to know what's happening. Sure. So having that mystery still hanging around didn't seem like out of nowhere. Yeah, it'd be fine if it ended that way. But right. Well, that's why I'm just suggesting because and there's it, no concrete and, plans for season two. Right, sure. And it might end that way, right? If it doesn't do another season, but I'm sure it will because it did very well. Um, so I can't imagine Netflix saying no yeah, right. to a continuation of that story. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's good. There's a lot of things still left open questions we still have at the end of the season yeah. so it'll be good to see some of those things addressed in the next season should we get one which seems to be the route they're taking not something what did you call it mm-hmm. An- anthology like yeah. or whatever like true detective which you never saw but season right. one and two are unrelated american, american horror, horror story. story yeah yeah i get it all that stuff um it's not totally weird i guess for today's climate of nope. tv stuff no there's there's several to many examples so so that's stranger things um but so we started thinking, and generally speaking, we tend to like a lot of the Netflix original programming. Now, let me say this. Before we started recording, I decided to pull up a list. And I was like, it's probably a pretty short list of all the stuff that Netflix does. Oh, no. They have a ton. It's butt-ton long. Yeah. No, they, they produce everything. I mean, there's, you know, we're talking about a lot of the hits here, the most most watched sort of stuff. But, yeah, they do a ton of stuff. They do kids programming and stuff, too. Yeah. Stuff that we would never hear of because we don't have kids. Um, and just tons of stuff that we'd never even thought about watching right narcos oh yeah i did think about watching that i heard it was good bloodline yeah i heard that was good too hemlock grove oh yeah some people loved that but that's not my thing marco polo i don't care (laughs) Uh, i'm just letting you know all my my gut reactions to this stuff folks flaked i want to watch she doesn't want to (laughs) watch the ranch Oh, yeah. That didn't look too good. Lady Dynamite? No. Oh, but I watched Grace and Frankie. We didn't talk about that. I skipped it because we watched it. Oh. Sorry. I didn't want to block your spot. No, it's okay. Bojack Horseman. F is for Family. Oh, um, yeah. We have to watch Bojack Horseman. Turbo. Fast. The cartoon based off <laughs> yeah. of the hit movie Turbo. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is this fucking thing? Dino Trucks. Yeah, I heard about Dino Trucks, or yeah. I saw it. And, I, mean, I the, thought about watching yeah. it. Is that oh, crazy? Yeah. No. You know what? Just uh, to go on a side tangent, I thought it'd be really nice if we ever... Do you ever hear this anime called Hamtaro? Yeah! I was like, that'd be really fun to watch one night. Like, just like, queue up like 23 episodes. I never watched Hamtaro. We can, we can watch an episode of Hamtaro. It's adorable. <laughs> I bet. 
Well, um, I used to watch Dino Riders as a kid, so uh, I was like, Dino Trucks? That might be cool, too. Right, Probably right. not. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but, so there's a lot of content, and Amanda and I haven't even scratched the surface of what they put out. But we do tend to watch things that are widely talked about mainstream-wise. Like, no one's talking about Turbo Fast. No one's talking about Dino Trucks. <laughs> right, but we do They should watch. be, right. as I'm sure they should be, right. but we, we just don't know yet. So We're going to find out. After this episode. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, let me just say, part of the reason that Jay Ray and I do watch this stuff is because I don't have cable. Cord cutters, they call us. <laughs> yeah. I've not heard that, but yeah. Jay Ray does technically have some cable. I have cable, but it's cheaper for me to just keep the cable. And it's like five channels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you don't even have... Where did you not have that time? TNT, right? You don't have yeah, TNT. Yeah, like, you're trying to watch a show, yeah. Yeah, TNT. you don't have things. Anyway, so uh, so I will say part of the reason why we are interested in the Netflix produced content is because we don't um, right like we're not watching Mr. Robot for example because right. we don't have cable right like aside from waiting for a year or two or whenever they decide to put shows that we're interested in onto Netflix um, yeah the only way we can get new content is the Netflix original stuff right. <clears throat> and personally, I feel fine about that. I mean, I think that's a little bit what we're going to talk about on this episode, but I feel like that's where we're all going. Right. I mean, Mr. Robot is supposedly a very, very good show. Right. But right now, off the top of my head, now that Breaking Bad and Mad Men have ended, like, I don't really know how many, like, really great shows are on TV anymore that people are talking about around me that I wish I could watch and I can't. I don't think I have, like, any of those. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, Game of Thrones... That's HBO, though, right? Sure, but it's... I mean, I guess it's, it's not streams TV. also. Right? It's but, HBO. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Second time that joke. Um, it's a great joke. Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. I think it, I don't know if it was a short season or whatever, but I, I know people were good. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Good point. Um, so there are some. There are some, but... Walking I'm, Dead, obviously. Right. But AMC. just by the nature of our viewing habits, it's easier for us, to, I think, to ignore that information. Yeah. I do watch Game of Thrones, just, as a, just to put that out there, to be straight with everybody. But I stream it. Yeah, I mean, that's HBO, because I watch Veep also. Right. Yeah, but that's HBO. It's um, not TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's it. Next okay, time, I next, next time she makes time. this joke, the podcast is over. Okay. Um, okay, so... So, how? what are your... Shut up. She's making a face. <laughs> what are your... So, so, you like it. Streaming. Yeah, I like streaming. Do you feel hindered by it? Probably. Well, I only feel hindered by it insofar as, like, sometimes people are, like, I can't watch Mr. Robot, and people are talking about it, and I'd, I'd like to check it out, and I can't just watch it. Um, there's also some other stuff that I feel like I uh, would watch, like, if I had cable, but it's not really a big deal that I haven't seen it. Mm. Like, less of a big deal than something like Mr. Robot, which I have more interest in. Right. Um, but, like, I know if I had cable, I really do think I would watch some stuff. Right. I also, this is a very stupid, picky thing, but I wish Netflix had, like, a shuffle button because I am the kind of person who likes to leave the TV on at all times, like, while I'm in the shower or while I'm, like, like it's just on. I don't know. That's how I grew up. The TV was always on, no matter where we were or what we were doing. So the house was really quiet when it's not on, so I just like to have something on, and it's very irritating to me that I have to, like, choose something and actively put it on to make that happen. It's stressful in a way that, like, just putting on Channel 12 is not not stressful. Sure. You know? Just because I want noise. I don't care what's on. 
you don't like Max. <laughs> Fuck Max in the goat ass, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> as Amanda says specifically. Um, yeah. As my college roommate said. <laughs> I don't know your college roommate. I know That's Amanda, fine. and Amanda says it to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you in the goat ass. Um, so Max was the like, I don't know, friendly computer generated hey you should try this out or whatever he's kind of like as annoying as cookie what's his face from those jack-in-the-box games oh yeah he reminds me of um the paperclip from microsoft office yeah but like with a voice proper yeah, yeah. Uh, just annoying trying to be helpful but yeah just generally always off base i did watch one or two things max recommended oh, me never i was like you I have, idiot. he recommended me um a george carlin stand-up once and sure. i was like that sounds solid right i watched it that's fine I don't know. Right. It happens. Um, but yeah, it's not the even even still, it's not the right. same as just like literally turning on the TV and walking away. I yeah. just want to press one button and walk away. <laughs> I mean, but then like you could just watch whatever is the first thing that's there. Yeah, I know. But when you're faced with the decision, then then you're like, oh well, I don't really want to watch that. Whereas like, but it's the same concept. Yeah. I mean, you turn on your TV and you have the option to change it. It doesn't have to be on 12 when you walk away. It could be on 5 or 4. Yeah, but I mean, at least seven. for me, when I had cable, 13. I would just switch between like three different channels. There were like three channels I watched, like TNT, USA, TBS, and I would just like, I'd put one of those on. Right. I don't know. It was less. I guess. I mean, honestly, I come over here and you're watching 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, Bob's Burgers. It's, I mean, three or four things. Yeah. You know? As you're like nonsense, and then you're like, okay, well, let's do something, and then we'll switch and watch something that we want to watch. Sure. Not terribly different. I guess. Um, I still think a shuffle button wouldn't be that hard. I okay. could just shuffle my list and put something on. Okay. I mean, because what's going to end up happening is you're going to get one of those like terribly tragic rape movies that goes on. You know, the <laughs> one that you feel like you're supposed to be watching. You know, but you kind of twelve years of sleep. Yeah, you know, you've had like a really long day, and all of a sudden you're watching fucking. Let me give you Lee Daniels' Passion The of Butler. Christ. Yeah. yeah. That's um, a good point. Yeah. So that's that's probably a partial reason why they're not like wanting yeah. to go do this. It's true. Um, so I concur that I do like it. Um, I don't have the same problems that you have. Um, I, I'm pretty, like, I feel what you feel in terms of just wanting the TV on, but I guess to a much more relaxed, like a much more Netflix and chill method, <laughs> uh, where I don't really mind if I'm watching the same thing again, because if that's the purpose, then I don't really care what's on. Sure. So it's why I've watched 30 Rock as often as I have. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm drinking Powerade. Powerade, where the power is aided. <laughs> Shut up. That's right. I don't know. Maybe they'll give us money. You know what? We don't know what the tagline for Powerade is because we stream all our shit and we don't get commercials. That's true. Let me <laughs> tell you, we were watching TV at my mom's place in Pennsylvania. Were we? Like one of the times we were okay. there. Remember, because we were waiting for somebody. Okay. We were there for like a long time. When we were watching Wild? Because was that TV? No, because Ron, my mom's boyfriend, was there. We were, it was like the week before, maybe. Because oh. we had gone there two weeks in a row. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. Regardless, it was the time we were watching TV and commercials were on like fucking every 45 seconds. Yeah, they are. And I was like, what is this shit? Yeah. And I wonder if, if I just forget that's how you often they're on. Or if they've been bolstered up because, you know, whatever, to make up for lost revenue. No. You yeah. forget. That's terrible. It That's, is terrible. How do you watch anything? I know. It's terrible. I will say, I want to say two things about that, about commercials. Okay. 
one, it's crazy to me that we are now living in a world in which there's going to be an entire generation of people who never sat through commercials, which is the case with my niece and nephew, because my sister doesn't have cable, because she's our age and people our age don't have cable. Right. And so they've always watched Netflix, and they go over and visit my parents, and they put the TV on, and when a commercial comes on, when they were really little, they literally used to say to my parents, I don't like this movie! (laughs) (laughs) Which is like... The funniest thing. And also, I agree. I also don't like this movie. Right, right. So anyway, that's just kind of crazy that in this world, and who knows what will happen to streaming. Maybe it'll get commercials in a similar way eventually. I don't know. But it's kind of crazy to me that there's like a generation of people coming up right now who did not sit through commercials the way that you and I sit through commercials or have sat through commercials in the past. The second thing I want to say is I forget. Oh, about commercials. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, great. Fuck, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, It'll come to me. So, Netflix specifically as a... Oh, I remember. Okay, great. Okay, so the thing is, I used to, during commercial breaks, I used to, like, do stuff, right? Like, I'd get up and go to the bathroom, or I'd, like, wash a dish. Like, whatever I had time for in three minutes so I didn't have to sit in front of a fucking commercial, you know? Um and I feel like I, I genuinely get less done in my life because there aren't commercials. Even though you can pause? Yeah, because I'm less inclined to just pause to go... Though I do do that. I think I'm less inclined to just pause because it, it, it's like a forced break. And there was a time, too, it was like my number one workout method was every time there was a commercial, I'd do 10 push-ups. Wow. Like, there's different things I, like, yeah, did I in my life way. where like, I, like... Oh, commercial break, go get some cookies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just kind of interesting, like, the way I had my life, that, like, I had these scheduled breaks in a thing, that right. so that I would get up and get something, and sometimes I miss that, right. even though I can just pause, you're totally right, and that makes more sense. I mean, we do, honestly. We do, I we're mean, big pausers. I wasn't here when you, you are a big pauser. I'm a big pauser. I never pause. He's looking at me like he hates me. Well, because they because, because I pause and I'm like, J-Ray, do you want ice cream? And then you're like... Well, like, I guess. Yeah, because she's upset the whole evening. <laughs> she's thrown us off. The show has been paused. Okay, but, like, they're like ice ti- cream. They're, like, there are Friday nights listeners where her and I are hanging out, and we're watching, like, a cartoon movie. An hour and 20 minutes max. And we'll watch it for, like, two hours because of the various pause breaks. It's nuts. <laughs> Just watch the Sword in the Stone, for goodness sake. I can't sit through it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so that's why, like, you know, obviously you do it all the time anyway. Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. But if you're into it, that's the thing. Yeah. So, Netflix, as a content creator... Yes. um, ...has evolved a lot since it started, right? Because now we're talking about... So, one of the shows that you and I were watching together that you got me into... I did. ...was House of Cards. Fucking House of Cards. Um... Yeah, I think that was the first Netflix-created thing that I watched, personally, yeah, right. I think. Because that would have been tw- end of 2013, beginning of 2014 is when I first started watching House of Cards. Okay, that sounds Sometime right. Sometime around then. I remember I was... It's a very long story, but the reason I started watching House of Cards is because I was working on... I work in the theater, and I was working on a play at the time, and an actor in the play was on House of Cards, and so she was like, you should watch this thing. It's called House of Cards. Right. And that's when I found out about House of Cards. Great story. You're welcome. Um, okay. Um, yeah, no, you said, watch it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did, um, and it was great, and now we watch it all the time. Um, then 
Orange is the New Black was another big thing, but we oh, both yeah. never got into it. Never did. I'm sure we have time. Someday. Yeah. But um, then for me, the next thing that like really opened my eye, maybe it was quite a bit of ways, but was Daredevil. That was only one. last year. Yeah, I know, but I only started watching House of Cards two years ago. Okay. So it's like every year I found a new show. Okay. It's not that crazy. Okay. I don't know why you're busting my chops. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't that long ago that you got really into Netflix content. shouting at me. You're here today being like, hey, I like Netflix, and you only had that one show. I think Sense8 came out before Daredevil Season 2. Season 2, that's correct. Yeah. I said Season 2. Oh, Season 1. Yeah. Like, chronologically speaking? Right, okay, word. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) You're like, if you don't want to time travel with me, If you don't want to time travel with me, that's fine. Well, because, so what's interesting about Netflix content is because it's not broadcast television. So it can do things that television networks get restrained from doing because of, you know. The FCC. Right. So if you're, you know, Breaking Bad was risque, let's say, for TV. There was some profanity, there was some death, there was some drug use. And it was on AMC. Um, Yes, it was on AMC. As opposed to a major network. Correct. Regulations. Yeah. So it's not as raunchy as in HBO, but it's a lot more fast and loose than as NBC. Yeah. Um, But on the other side, House of Cards like shows intercourse for all intents and purposes. That's true. Daredevil shows a dude impaling his own face with a spike. Mm Um. And not that we need these like overtly like adult things right Mm -hmm. because there's like an artful way that these things can be portrayed on regular television and it's all fine but sometimes it's just nice to know that the creators don't feel like their hands are tied to do what they want to do well yeah i and i agree with that but just to play the other side of the coin because that's what you always do to me there's an extent too to which like this is always used to be a complaint about showtime more specifically i think than hbo but hbo also of, like, because they can do anything, they do do anything. Mm. Right? Like, they're, they're definitely... Do, do. They do, do. They do, do on a woman's face because they can. Well, they never know? did that. I'm just saying they could. They could, though. So, yeah. So, some people will talk about, like, I, I remember... What was that show called? With Kristen Bell. Oh, maybe it was House, House of Lies. Lies. Oh, okay. So, it was House of Lies. Well, yeah, she I think was on was, that show. Yeah, it was House of Lies. So there was a friend of mine who was watching House of Lies. Uh, I never watched it, so I don't know. But I remember her, like, coming off an episode one time and just being like, they just do this shit because they can. Like, she was, like, mad. Right. That, that, like, because she just thought it was excessive and didn't, wasn't necessary for the story, whatever it was, you know. So there is a flip to that, too. Sometimes when people have the ability, that's a hindrance to them, too. Yeah, Game of Thrones gets criticized for that, too. Yeah. Like, are they doing things for plot or are they doing things for the views? Yeah. Because they can because they can. Yeah, that's true. And I felt like thus far, at least the stuff that you and I have watched, Netflix hasn't done that. Yeah, I think Netflix seems, uh, the stuff we've watched anyway, seems really reasonable. It seems like they're just making a show, just the way that we're just making a podcast here. And we're going to swear as much as we swear. But also, we're not going to swear just because we can. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. This is just how we talk. That's correct. Right. As New Jerseyans. As New Jerseyans. I'm not a New Jerseyan, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm from the great state of Connecticut. I'm from the great state of Connecticut. Um, where everyone's got to stick up their butt. Mm, that's weird. I didn't mean to make that sound. Babe! Oh my god! Cut that out. Oh, it's me. Okay. Um, 
That was something I would do. That is something you. you do. That's why I did it. I was like, I thought I was just going to be like mimicking you, and then you didn't do it. Uh, like, I'm all alone out here. Uh, something I just started watching, and again, I'm super late on it, um, is Making a Murderer. Which uh, was like sold to me as like serial for TV. With serials like this huge podcast that's like right behind us, I think, in ratings. Yeah, um, probably. And it started slow, but it's good. And I was reading a little bit about the production stuff, and it took like 10 years to shoot it because while they were doing the documentary on the guy, this stuff happened. So they had to keep like coming back to like shoot all these updates or whatever. Right. Um, and I feel like that's not something that necessarily would have gotten airtime on broadcast television. Yeah, probably not. They might have been requested to break it down into a movie or maybe it could have been like a mini series on HBO Showtime something like that like the Jinx was yeah yeah um, maybe but to yeah. me that's the only possibility really right. for but, that yeah I mean there's a lot of like I'm sure but those people have a say right? right yeah so I imagine if they're trying to pitch the idea then they're gonna have to subscribe to those roles Netflix might have those roles too yeah but it does seem like they were able to it does. I'm not getting the impression that they've been stifled at all, you know. Right. Um, and I think that's a good thing about Netflix is it offers these flexibilities. They can have these kid shows, but mm-hmm. they can also have these other adult themed shows that are like pretty quality because they're not being forced to play around with this bureaucratic right. insanity that is television. Well, and you make a good point too about it being this place where like stuff that wouldn't necessarily fit into TV. However, um, though I do think Making a Murderer could have been a miniseries right. of some kind. But but it's a good point to be like, this. a lot of this stuff, not all of it, but a lot of it um, is sort of different and unique in a way that we haven't seen it on TV before. House of Cards is not an example of that, I will say. It's like, you can imagine, I mean, it's not dissimilar to any other sort of political drama. Right. Um, even something like Stranger Things, you could totally see that on TV, I think. Um, see, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not, though. I think so. Because there are some scary bits, I think, that maybe wouldn't have been put on TV. Just because it was too much. I think. I think they might have that. Content-wise. Or... And like a FCC rating yeah. sort of way. Yeah, or, I mean, that's possible. But, I mean, the story could have been told Sure. But on I, TV. Because then I'm also even thinking, like, of. budget. Sure. Because maybe the network no, would have pulled it for the budget. I mean, I don't know what the budget was. Me neither. Um, but I'm curious if there's some concepts with that um well and also netflix has become this place too of like bringing stuff back or whatever too so rest Rest development season four i mean people talk about its ability to do that with with anything to resurrect firefly or like every time yeah every time something gets canceled they're like oh netflix Netflix will do it yeah Yeah, right so much so that like hulu picked up or not hulu yahoo picked up community oh yeah that's right weird last season or whatever they did um yeah the mindy project's on hulu now i think Yeah. yeah it's a crazy time yeah, but uh, damn it, I had a thought before. I got nothing. All right. Well, anyway, so so some of the Netflix shows hmm. that we well, I guess it's 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 a capability to do a lot of things, right? So like we're watching Jessica Jones and Daredevil, and eventually we'll watch Iron Fist. And who's the other one? Luke Cage. You racist. Oh, is his name Luke Cage? Yeah, Luke Cage. He's not Iron Fist? Iron Fist is a white guy. Oh. 
I don't know things. Anyway, so we'll have all those shows, and then we'll have the Defenders, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> why are you looking at me like Sorry. I'm stupid? Well, because I'm still trying to figure out what I was going to talk about, which I just remembered. Oh, oh, okay. But I wanted to make sure you were going somewhere with what you're saying. I am going okay. somewhere. <laughs> I'm saying, like, like um, making a murderer, which I keep wanting to call... How to make a murderer. Sure. <laughs> uh, First, you put the knife in his hand. Well, it's sort of like a new... I mean, I guess TV is trying to do that now with The Flash and Supergirl, right? Because mm. they exist in the same universe somehow. They do, but uh, weird things, they were on different networks at first. Right. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, the point is, I think it's it's kind of cool. Netflix can do this new and different stuff in a new and different format because right. it's Netflix. Yeah. Um, in a way that maybe TV can't, or right. certainly can't catch up to anyway. Netflix is just steamrolling them on it. So. Yeah. Well, so what I was going to say before is that when a season of an episode comes out, say for like whatever the fuck that Chelsea Handler talk show is. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a weird thing we should talk about. Yeah. I think there's also another show called Preachwood or something. That girl from my Carly's in it, but I also think that gets released bi-weekly or something. But generally, Netflix can release shows in one chunk. Season right. one is out now. Right. So watch all 10, 8, 16 episodes, whatever. Yeah. And I think that also gives these shows an opportunity to shine in a way that TV won't let them because what will happen is executives will scrutinize over ratings. Mm-hmm. They'll air episodes out of order, yep. even if that or sacrifices. Or yep. at, excuse me, add bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's possible that a show will get canceled before it's even done. Yeah. Um, and sometimes maybe that show needed to finish that story before it, like, you know, broke out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix lets people do that with these shows. So Daredevil or Stranger Things. I mean, Dare Jessica Jones I watched over Thanksgiving. Yeah. That took me two days. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things, Amanda watched in two days. Um, and Daredevil Season 2, essentially it was two days. Right. They were just separated by months. Right. Um, yeah, well, and that's definitely an upside. Uh, that's a really good point what, that you bring up about not having producers and muckety-mucks muck in it once right. it's already happening, um, which is really great. But on the flip side, I find streaming to be frustrating sometimes because you and I get so worried about spoilers. I mean, that's why you all of a sudden felt like you had to finish Stranger Things because you were afraid I was going to spoil it for you, which I would not have done, for the record. But... But you were afraid, afraid. and you were afraid maybe you'd encounter something else elsewhere or whatever, or this fucking podcast if we were going to make it a big spoiler cast. So it's kind of tough, too, sometimes, because I feel like people watch the whole thing, and in a way, it gets you there sooner or whatever. But in another way, I, like, walk around afraid, Mm. because, like, that time that my dad spoiled season two of House of Cards. Right. Because he's the fucking worst, and now I just won't talk to him about House of Cards, and every time he tries to talk to me about House of Cards... I hang up the phone. Right. Literally. Well, now you don't have to. <laughs> now I have to because he did it. But he, he's, I mean, he's got nothing new to tell you. Well, right now I yeah, don't. Now, yeah, so you can talk about all you want. But when I'm in the middle of watching it, can't talk to him because he right. watches it faster than me. I mean, I will say it's why I started watching Game of Thrones. Mm. Was because I was like, well, one, I just want to be part of whatever this bullshit is. <laughs> right. All right. Um, and then two, I was like, well, you have two options with a show like that. You wait so long that no one's talking about it anymore, and I forget everything I've read about it. Right. Or you you jump right in. Right. Because if you pick the middle option where you just watch it a couple days after, then it's like, well, you already know, and the surprise of whatever's happening is lost, and 
yada yada so netflix does kind of not promote but it offers people an ability to stream things but the problem with that is there's no shared experience because amanda was able to finish stranger things on tuesday and i was only able to finish it on thursday right we couldn't talk about it on wednesday right and similarly amanda couldn't talk about stranger things with anybody on tuesday if they all finished it two weeks ago yep because everybody's already talked about it right um like i'm really waiting for like a friend of mine to bring up breaking bad Right. In two years. Right. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe I forget. Right. You know, I don't remember anymore. Um, so Netflix does have this, not weird, but it, it breaks the mold of how people had been taking in this media and talking about it because there's no set time frame. Right. You could wait till 2 o'clock in the morning when that stuff goes live, sit through and watch it, and you'll literally be the first person in the world to have finished watching it because you did. Sure, right. And then, who are you going to talk to about it? Right. Or you could be the asshole and talk about it to everybody who's never even seen it yet. Right. So there's good and bad. Bad for the community, but good for the shows. Because the shows get to tell their story regardless. Right. Even if they're not picked up for a second season. Well, and that doesn't mean that they didn't have to go through a thousand other things to even get to that point. Like, Muckety Mucks, there's... I don't know if they do any tests or anything. And Muckety Mucks can still Muckety Muck around their shit. Just based on what they think. Not based on ratings, but just being like, I don't like episode six. Because, like, whatever, you know. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm not saying, I'm just, you'd have to really talk to somebody who made TV for TV and also made TV for Netflix. I mean, most of the people, it seems like. I mean, Drew Goddard, right? He did season one Daredevil, and obviously... We'd have to actually ask Drew Goddard then, like, what what do you feel like you have more free reign, and in in what ways, like, what ways is it harder, what ways is it easier? You know, you'd have to ask somebody. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say... Because we don't really know. The Wachowskis? Hmm. I would argue that they would probably side with it being easier. Right. Because they did Sense8. Right. And they've done some really crazy movies in the past. Sure. But I think they will and continue will continue to be scrutinized in Hollywood for some crazier decisions they've made that didn't play well. Jupiter Sending. Mm. Super expensive movie. Did not do well at all. Right. We didn't even see it. No. Cloud Atlas. Yep. I saw it. I didn't. Hella long. Yeah. And fine at the end of the day. Right. But was it worth it? <laughs> I don't know. But Sense8, totally worth it. Sense8's a great show. And it's a crazy show. I mean, it's there's... It's a crazy show. The The premise of it is kind of out there in a fun way. The characters are nothing we've ever seen on regular television before. It's true. Um, I mean, it's the kind of show that I really feel that, unless it was a streaming service, it probably would not have been picked up as is. Definitely they would have had not. to whitewash it a lot. De- yeah. In more ways than one, not just whitewash it, straight wash, <laughs> bleach it. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. diversity of Sense8 is diversity like no other. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes people, which I haven't watched it yet, but sometimes people say that about Orange is the New Black, that there's a lot of diversity there. But, like, that's still all women. Yep. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. I love a show that's all about all women. But I'm just saying, like... The, like, you, if the game is diversity specifically... Yeah, you really can't top Sense... Well, you can by making... The more leading players non-white because I think that sh- that show favors some of their white players. Um, but we'll see what happens in the next season. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert! But there was some casting changes for one a character that you and I like a lot. Yeah, and I'm curious how involved that character will be in the story given the actor change. Right. Like, I hope it this person doesn't take a back seat. Yeah, yeah me too. Because of whatever. <clears throat> um, 
But so that that would be my argument, as I feel like the Wachowskis would say that they probably had an easier time pitching that story to Netflix than they would have to anybody else. That's true. No, it's, that's very <clears> true. <throat> but also, too, so you look at something like Daredevil. So Drew Goddard doesn't pitch that to Netflix. Like, he has to pitch his concept to Marvel and bigger Disney. Right. Those are his hoops. Yeah, yeah. Once those people approve it, Netflix is like, yeah, please. Yeah, right, of you course. Know? So I think it also depends, like, where you're coming from in terms of that whole process. Yeah, that's true. Very um, true. Yeah. Because um, Drew Goddard was only the showrunner for season one of Daredevil. I think he's only an executive producer for season two. Someone else running. Which is probably why I didn't like season two as much as season one. But, giving Drew Goddard a lot of credit, and I appreciate that about well, you. Well, I'm not saying it's specifically him, but he's <laughs> the thing that I see that noticeably changed. Right. He's less involved, so maybe whoever took over just had a different vision than what, what I would have wanted. Sure. Um, so, that being said, Netflix shows are not immune to criticism, because... Certainly not. I didn't like season two so much. I mean, I watched it of Daredevil, but it wasn't as good. You watch Grace and Frankie. I do. And you like it. I like Grace and Frankie, yeah. But you've also said, too, like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's a fine show. So it could be a show that you could just stop watching someday. Totally. Season three comes out in a couple months or whatever. I mean, it took me forever to watch season two. Right. Based like, on when it came it, out. Though, right? Yeah, well, I just didn't start it. It, like, came out uh, and, like, I didn't pick it up till like, a month or two later. Right. But once you did, you watched it. Well, once it I did, I watched it. On yeah. a regular schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I didn't get to it. There was no urgency. I mean, it's not really a show that can be spoiled, and also I don't know anybody else who watches it, right. so I wasn't really too worried about it. Right. Um, but I wonder if a show like that, so if it's all like managed properly, like maybe it's a lower budget show. Yeah, it probably is. You know? There's not a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, so there's less writing on it, so it's okay to do the numbers it does. Mm-hmm. Plus, these shows are, the analytics are really different. Right. In that, Stranger Things is streamed, watched, rewatched, and those are those numbers, right? However, Netflix chooses to analyze them. But for television, it's like the first night. The yeah. same way that movies and video games are all about that opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if Netflix has a thing for that too, though. Like how many people watch it on the weekend that it premiered, you know? Sure, yeah. That might matter to them. You don't know that it doesn't. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but no one talks about it, though. Right. And because it's Netflix... Because, like, so let's say... The Big Bang Theory. And I'm just trying to think of shows that are still on TV. Um, Modern Family? Yeah, they're Modern Family's still on, on TV. the same network, right? I don't think I so. I don't know the networks. Um, that Crazy Ex-Girlfriend show people like? Sure. Jane the Virgin people like. Yeah. These are okay. shows that All are on TV. those shows. Yeah. But they go up against each other specifically. Sure. I don't think Netflix would treat other Netflix shows as competition for each other. Mm. They might, because it's a different model, so I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think they do. So Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so there's like there's it, no like competition in that sense the same way. Because, I mean, like, eventually they're going to have to because they can't produce everything. You know what I mean? Like, so they'll have to make decisions. I mean, at some point, if Sense8 is doing worse than Orange is the New Black and they can only afford to fund one or the other, everybody's going to have to make that choice at some point. True. So they are fighting against each other for funding, for money that Netflix puts into it anyway. Yeah, but, the I mean, we don't know how that money is obtained. Right. Like, proper television, we know it's commercials, right? Right. Like, that's what it is. So, because there's no 
advertising on Netflix, it's probably by users. Right. Uh, those subscription fees. But then I also don't know how much, if any, money Netflix puts into those shows if they need to. Right. Because there could be I'm some. I'm sure they put they, some, but I don't know how much. Yeah, because there could be some where, like, they produce shows, it sure. specifically. And it could be other shows where, like, Making a Murderer, mm-hmm. like, that was being worked on before Netflix was a thing. Right. So maybe Netflix is like, here's our platform as long as you give it to us exclusively. And mm-hmm. maybe that's all they have to do. Sure. Um, so it, I, I imagine consistently around the board, it's going to be very different metrics to figure out what's successful and what's not. Yeah. Um, a breakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. One of our favorite shows. Yep. Maybe, I don't know. Is that yeah, we like it. Okay. It's very good. I like good. it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Netflix exclusive. It was a Tina Fey written and produced show. I believe it was originally pitched to NBC. It was. And it got turned down. Yep. I don't know how much of it was made before that pitch. Probably nothing. Maybe a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think nothing, though. I think it was something that Tina Fey was talking about, and NBC wasn't interested. I don't think it was as much as, like, really came in with an actual... I don't know, but from what I understand, I thought that it was more like, you know, something Tina Fey was trying to gauge interest on, and, like, people didn't... I think it was her book, and she talks about that she had, like, that that thing that she calls it where, like, she basically gets paid to come up with ideas (laughs) so that NBC gets her first, like... And her, like, they get first crack at her ideas. Right. Um, and she said, which is, like, the best place for a writer to be in. Because they basically don't have to do anything until something comes out. Right. So that's why I guess I had wondered if, like, maybe they liked the concept, had her produce more of it, and then maybe got pulled or whatever. Because I think Lauren Michaels is part of Commissioner. Yeah. And he's, like, half of NBC, right? That's true. Good point. Um, so, like, is that in partnership with Universal or something like that? You mm-hmm. know? Like... So, again, just in terms of how much money does Netflix have to put in, I think would dictate how much they feel they're competing. Sure. And, of course, the show producers themselves maybe won't feel that way. They'll feel like they're always competing. Right. You know, so Orange is the New Black maybe feels directly like it's competing with House of Cards all the time. Right. Um, And it's why those Netflix shows come out in, you know, gaps. Yep. Yeah, that's also, I have to say, a kind of nice thing, too. Like, back in the day, obviously, we used to, like, wait until the fall when a new sh- new shows were to air. Right. Or whatever. Whereas now, we get new shows all year round. Right. And we can just watch all of them, the right. whole bulk of them, and then we get something else new in a couple months, yep. you know? Yeah, like, Jessica Jones was, like, fall. Mm-hmm. Then we had House of Cards in the beginning of the year. Yep. Daredevil Season 2 was after that, followed by Kimmy Schmidt. Then we had some Stranger Things, right? It was, like, consistently yeah, all and Frankie. The time. Yeah, yeah, right, yep. And then, of course, too, we've talked about streaming it and, like, being able to binge watch. It goes the other way, too. We're like, you can't make it home on Thursday night at 730. Yep. That's the most important thing to me. So you get home and you'll watch the show you want to watch when you want to watch it at the episode you want to watch it. And then you can pause it when you want. Yep. And that's that's just streaming commentary as a whole, really. But... But it does change things, obviously. Like, I mean, I used to hate trying to get home to watch things, but back when I used to watch Rosalie and Isles, I used to, like, make sure I watched it because I used to live tweet it. Right. And that's a thing that you can't really do with Netflix. Right. I yeah. mean, I've done it. I've live tweeted episodes of things I'm watching on Netflix. But it's, I mean, it's to what effect, right. right? And who's paying attention, right? Yeah. Right, nobody. Yeah, Just true. my followers or whatever. Whereas with Rosalie and Isles, like, a lot of the people who worked on the show, uh, actors, producers, right, are like writers, hashtags and are also live-tweeting yeah. the show. And then, like, you sort of feel like you're a part of this 
group who is doing this thing, you know? Right. So, um, so that's kind of a downer. Yeah, that you miss out on that part of it, right? Yeah. That said, I'd much rather do what I do and not have to rush home for my show coming out at 8 o'clock. I will schedule say... schedule my life around it, you right. know? I will say that in the same way that video games does a thing, streaming entertainment does a thing with the internet, that the community creates that atmosphere. So you go on to Reddit, for example... And they do, like, mega threads for an episode, despite the fact that all the episodes are available. Sure. So then they'll be like, we're only talking about episode two. Mm-hmm. So that's what this is for. And then look for the other one if you want to talk about episode three or four or whatever. Sure. So, like, you could hop between those to get that experience. So because we're changing the technology to watch TV, we also, I guess, have to... Change the way we talk about talk watching. About it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, as Jeff Goldblum says, life will find a way. Is that the line? It's from Jurassic Oh, Park. yeah. Life, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and that makes sense to me. It, ma- it makes total sense that we have to change the way that we talk about right. this stuff. But, yeah, then it's all changing. And that's the thing, too, like, not to pick on my dad again, but, like, spoilers didn't even used to be a thing that people talked about. I don't remember ever hearing anybody worried about spoilers back in 1994. Right. And maybe I was oblivious, but I don't remember. I think that's partly, like, the thing with my dad. Like, for whatever reason, he just doesn't understand that this isn't a way that we talk about TV anymore because there are people who haven't seen it. So you can't just, like, go around saying, you know, Bruce Willis is a ghost. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler for Die Hard 4. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever, you yeah. know, in that same way. So, it, but, and then, you know, old people are never fucking going to catch up. Sorry, old people listeners, but I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all just very different. Yeah, just a different way to talk about it. So, and we all have to change the way that we talk about stuff. Um, any other thoughts? So, obviously, we've picked our side in the streaming battle. We picked Netflix. Yeah. You do have Amazon Prime. I do, yeah. Um, and we do watch Orphan Black specifically. Yes, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I also watched Mozart in the Jungle. Right. Which So, Orphan Black, BBC show. Right. Mozart in the Jungle, Amazon Prime, exclusive show. Correct. Um, it was very good. You finished it? Yep. Good. There are two seasons, I think. You finished season one or season two also? Both, yeah. Oh, wow. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't realize you finished it all, I guess. Because you didn't watch it as consistently as I felt like you watched Grace and Frankie when you started watching Grace and Frankie. Like, you took Maybe. a break from it for a bit. I forget that I have Amazon. Because I just, like... Because Netflix interface has become my go-to. That's true. But it, it's not even about that. It's just about, like, you know, I've gotten used to turning on the TV and just going to Netflix. Right. Um, just the way somebody would get used to just turning on the TV and going to Channel 12 or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, you ignore Channel 11. So. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's a thing. I'm having a problem integrating Amazon into my life. <laughs> I forget about it. Well, I think it's a true thing. Like, I, I was in a a hotly debated topic a couple weeks ago about uh, video game genre. You know, and I was arguing that this particular game in that genre has a stronger foothold because it was first and it's been around longer. So it has more money now and it has more followers and everything that comes out after 
is always going to pale in comparison. Yeah. This one was able to do all the things and fix all the things do it first. first, right? And that's certainly what happened with Netflix, right. HBO Go, Amazon Prime, Hulu. They're all secondary, right? And none of them work as well as Netflix does on all of the devices, right? Um, that's really true. And I think I also saw numbers that basically said that everybody who has one of those other streaming service services also generally has, has Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. But not everybody has Netflix also has a secondary streaming service. That totally makes sense. Um, yeah, because it's just, it's the one. But now, I think what they're realizing, it's not just offering services, it's offering the content. Right. Which is what this episode was about. Well, it's sort of fascinating, too. I took a, in, in college, I took a history of 20th century media class. Hmm. So it was like this sort of class that started around the turn of the century, 1900. Um, talking about radio and how radio became TV and um, the networks and how networks developed over time and what cable became and all this sort of stuff. Um, And it's kind of interesting because it it almost feels like in only time will tell, right? But it almost feels like we're in that place again that we were at, you know, in 1970-something-ish maybe when you had like three major networks that everybody was watching as others like started to spring up because it almost seems to me if I were going to be somebody who if I was a gambling man I would take a bet right now that TV is going to go out right all those companies are going to put their funding into something else into streaming services right probably like that'll just be NBC as a streaming service as opposed to NBC as a as a TV channel um and so right now we have like the major networks, right? Like, we've got Netflix, right. we've got Amazon, we've got Hulu, right. you know? HBO Go is a little bit different because it's a part of HBO, right. um, but... But you can pay for it separately now. Right, so, right. so yeah, so... But, again, still a little right. different because it's a little bit more like NBC becoming a streaming service. Right. Um, but, anyway, it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting. So, I guess we'll see where it goes from here, but uh, those things, obviously, can all carry a lot more content than one single... Um, TV company could carry. So, like, NBC produced, I don't know, 10 shows a year, let's say, or whatever, right. and that's all they had, whereas Netflix has not an infinite number of, of options, but they have got hundreds of options of things to watch. So, Yeah, I mean, I will say... Thousands, probably. That Netflix is kind of taking a page out of network television's book by doing something like that Chelsea Handler talk show. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Because well, that's so it, weird. I did watch it. Um, it's just weird. It's just really, really weird that Netflix is is doing this thing now where it has shows that come on at a certain time. Yeah, and for anything that's pre-produced and story-driven, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Only because of the, you know, the how Netflix started. You know, this is a new show that we're creating. Here it all is. Right. Um, for the talk show, I get because you want it to be current. But it's just weird. It, it's it's it makes sense to me that a talk show would be released that way. What doesn't make sense to me is why Netflix is getting into the talk show business because it's cheap. Right, that's a good point. That's because good I point. think because you you said network television only produces like ten shows a year. Right. But that is probably true of like prime time prime shows. time shows. Yeah. But. Oprah was on air. Yeah, yeah, Donahue. Yeah. No, it's true. Sally Jesse Raphael. You're totally right. Good point. Maury Montel. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ricky You've Lake. You've gone too far. <laughs> um, so that was all daytime stuff. Right. Plus all those networks have news. Right. 
and then just the generally syndicated re-aired things from other shit. TNT is basically the office and family guy. Right. You know? Plus whatever else is happening. Right. Um, or TBS, rather. TBS, TBS yeah. yeah. I will also say it would be really great if Netflix had news. If there was a news show on Netflix that was on. That, that just had the news of the day or whatever. So whatever time of day you happen to get up in the morning, you could just, like, turn on the news. I felt out of the loop for a while. I'd have to disagree with that. Okay, okay. Only because I feel like there are other ways. I guess if you still want to watch news specifically on your TV, I could see why you'd want Netflix to do it. Yeah. But, like, for you, for example, you have a smart TV. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure you could figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, pull up something on your phone, send it to your TV, and you could be, like, fucking Tony Stark. Or I could just press a button and turn on the TV. I know, but I guess my fear then would be, like, Netflix becomes Fox or CNN. And I mean, it's going to happen. And it's going to have a bias. Yes. And then th- that's going to stop Sense8 from being on Netflix now because all of a sudden fucking Bill O'Reilly runs Netflix. Again, if I were a gambling man, and I hope this doesn't happen in our lifetime, and it probably won't because we're already... We've got one foot in the grave, let's be honest. It's true. Um, but but I do think that that is exactly what's going to happen. I think the I think exactly what happened with major networks, like something like the FCC is going to become a, a body that exists that mm-hmm. has that starts managing all these streaming services. I think it's absolutely what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's fine. So, but that's not so politi- bias political bias. Will, yeah, but bias will follow, right? Because you know, whatever you're saying about like whatever content's being right, um, produced, censored, censored, sure. censored, right, is affecting the bias of that station. Yeah, though I will say because you're buying into Netflix, there's a different user agreement than there is for broadcast television. Because before That's true. before that whole law that happened about you know no more bunny ears on your TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just tune in to you Fox, just, right. and that's why you couldn't see inappropriate stuff. Right. But because you're buying in, then you're basically already saying, but, I acknowledge that. Right, they're putting the responsibility yeah. on the... Right. I still think bias is going to happen, because, like, I don't know who owns Netflix. Do you? Whatever. Say it's Amanda Lenti. It's not. If Amanda Lenti... <laughs> she doesn't. If, if Amanda Lenti owned Netflix, yeah. Netflix would be so fucking gay. Right? Because, like... It's pretty gay. <laughs> it's already pretty gay. Uh, it's not gay enough, J. Ray, says Amanda Lenti. So if I bought Netflix from whoever owns Netflix, right. I'm just saying, like, bias is going to happen because people Reed have bias. Read Hastings. Hastings. Read Hastings. That's right. I did know that. Anyway, the point is, bias is, is only, like, it's only natural. Because people produce things, and people create things, and people manage things, and people run things, and people are the deciders. But I would like it on that personal biased. level per show. So... Reed Hastings and this other dude whose name I just ignored, Mark something. Um, if they, because I believe they are a publicly traded company, so obviously they're going to want to appease the shareholders, right? Um, but there's a point where it's like, because like Fox is right wing, because there was no right wing show. I mean, maybe... Who owns it? Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's a fucking loon. <laughs> so he's probably right-wing himself, right? So that's how that would go. But I just feel like there's a lot of reactive stuff because, like, well, we can't do that also. So let's do the other thing. Well, that's what's going to happen, though. 
Yeah, but does it have to be political? What if Netflix is like, we make the really good political dramas, and Hulu's like, okay, well, we do community, like, all the time. That's gonna, but that is political. How is that not political? Uh, because, like, you can have Sense8, and you can have House of Cards, and you can have Orange is the New Black on Netflix, but then you've got, like, fucking... Some racist TV show in the corner, too. Sure, also, (laughs) right. But then you've also got, like, the Mindy Project, like, so maybe one streaming service is more inclined toward a certain type of entertainment as opposed to like a political stance and those shows still exist within those streaming services they're just delivered differently yeah this is the funny racist show this is the serious racist show you know yeah and that's a dream i suppose because you're right i mean eventually something's gonna lean that's why but so i'm not gonna ask for news now if you're saying it's just gonna happen at some point I don't know that news is going to happen at some point because I think, like you said, we're all getting news in a totally different way now. I fucking get my news from Twitter and shit. Right. Like, whatever, you know? Like, we, we just get news in different ways than we used to. Right. But I still think... Ha- all I'm saying is, I'd like to have a news show because... And actually, I don't really care anymore. But I will say that when I first stopped having cable and only had Netflix, right. I missed the news. That was the only thing I was really like, man, I wish I could just turn on the news. Right. Because, like... It was <laughs> Hurricane Sandy happened, and I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening, because I don't have that news. You know what I mean? Once I had my power back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, iPhone. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> I just... I, I, so... Things have happened where it'd be, like, nice to just have the, the news. You're, you're, like, shitting on news, like, it isn't where most people in this country get their information. <laughs> I mean, literally people get news at news, right? <laughs> no shit. Um, and I I think you know, but we're not talking about it, that I have a very strong feeling and relationship about news organizations. Right. Because the problem is you can watch Fox and you can watch NBC about the same event and get different news, quote unquote. And that's the problem with news, which is why I don't... that's the problem with news everywhere. I understand that, which is why I don't need it to be... That's why, like, better news is like something that's just presented as opposed to like going through the corporate mindset of their prospective organizations because that that lean is necessary for them to say what they're going to say. Nancy Grace is always going to be a huge asshole. Right. And she's going to be on the asshole network, whatever the asshole network is sure. at the time, you know? Um, and like, I don't no need to, to get... listen to her for news. So right. what if Netflix hires Nancy Grace? Sure. You know what Netflix becomes? An asshole. Right. And I don't want Netflix to become an asshole. That's fine. We just did a whole hour of talking about how Netflix is so great. Right. And I would just like them to be great a little bit longer before <laughs> asshole news comes in. Okay. <laughs> but you're right. Most people get their information from news. But at least in a situation where everything is freely available news-wise, then they can pick their news source. Sure. If we're talking about Netflix has not a monopoly but a huge foothold in streaming right and then they can inform people that's where i see the problem because it's no longer even because if i prefer hulu's news and i don't pay for hulu's news like then i have to switch and then i'm sacrificing content now and i feel like those are lines that shouldn't be crossed but some asshat is going to listen to this episode and be like lenty's on to something (laughs) they're going to do it well i just don't really see like I understand what you're saying. And news is, like, very clear where political lines fall when you're reporting on politics specifically and that sort of thing. But 
I think that these companies probably already have a voice. We haven't really sat down to think about it too much, but in terms of like the content, especially the content they create, if we want to judge them just based on that alone, like these these streaming companies are ha- becoming just like the networks, things that have their own personalities and their own bias. Right. And they're going to produce certain types of things and not other types of things. And those things may very well, on a personal level, relate to political leanings. Hmm. I don't know about right now, um, but I feel like if you did a study of how many people who own Netflix are Democrats or Republicans, and how many people who have Hulu or have Amazon, you might find that these things are already true. Because, like, interests in fictional content are also going to go along with real-world interests, which right. may be political. Like hardcore conservatives won't watch Sense8. Right. Definitely not. Why would they? And hard, really hardcore conservatives are going to not have Netflix because Netflix produced Sense8, right? Like, I don't know, some crazy, some crazy fuck people, though, I'm sure, in this country already are like, no, I can't have Netflix. They produced that super gay Right. I love everybody show. <laughs> black people are human too. They produce black people are human too. Um, yeah, that's true. But then, so then we get, I mean, the, the comparison between the streaming companies is the interesting part to me there. Cause you're right. Cause I would, I would wager. And based on no information other than what I perceive is that young people stream and a lot of young people are a little bit more left than right. Yeah. So I would feel overwhelmingly most of the streaming companies would probably skew Democratic regardless. A little bit left, yeah. Um, and not Democratic specifically. Maybe that's improper phrasing on my part, but like less conservative. Liberal. Yeah, right. more liberal. Um, so I – but I, and that's the thing. I just like don't want to have to think about it. I just want that – yeah, and Fantasy I understand world we're... <laughs> of where like Netflix is magical and produces the things that I want to see. Sure, because the second that starts to shift or whatever, it's going to be a real bummer. Right. Well, and I wholly understand what you're saying. As soon as that, as soon as news happens, that that line will be so clear yeah. you won't be able to not see it. So right. I get what you're right. saying, but I just want to also say like I think we're there already, and news is like, is just going to be like a you know the next thing. Yeah. But it's going to be the thing that lets you know and takes you out of it personally. So right. that's fine. Well, because in the other argument, I guess, and now we're getting long-winded about not the same thing anymore. Sure. Is that, like, where do people consume news anyways? Because if it's not TV, then there's really no reason to do streaming. Right. No, it's true, and we might not see it. Right. Like for example, We're still going to have the leanings that we have. Have you ever heard of the Young Turks? No. They are a internet-only news station that I think identifies as, like, liberal independence or whatever. Um, But they have, like, one of the highest viewed news YouTube channels. And then they've been doing a lot of live streaming on Facebook now. Mm. Um, Because I feel like there's an on-demandness for news the same way that there is for entertainment. Yeah. That I think these other outlets might offer them more of. Because that'd be a bit of a bummer. Maybe you'd like it. Hmm. I'm just kidding. Because um, I think it'd be a bit of a bummer if you wake up in the morning and instead of a fucking picture of Bob's Burgers, it's massacre in Istanbul. Yeah. And that's a bummer. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also, too, then we get into what is news. And right. Like, do I need to know about the massacre in Istanbul, or are we interested in the traffic? Right. Or are we interested in weather? Sure, sure, sure. You know? Or yeah, the no, squirrel that jet skis, you know? Yeah. So if these streaming services let you tailor your news that way, maybe. Maybe. I'll be on board. But we'll see. It's tough. You bum me out. You bum Sorry, me out. Sorry, I, I did not mean to bum you out. Netflix is Hitler is what you're saying. I'm not saying that. I just, but but I do think it's genuinely interesting that we're in this time that I like remember studying in, in that fucking class where these networks started to become a thing. Right. And what emerged after that and stuff. So I'm just interested to see and I'm interested to see. I, I'm, again, I'm not a gambling man, but if I was, I imagine it's going to play out in much the same way. Maybe I'll be surprised. Right. And we'll see what new and different thing we have. That's not exactly the same in just a different fucking box. Right. <laughs> and to be fair, we jumped on this from the Chelsea Handler show. Yeah. I mean, I guess she's like liberal or whatever, but like, it's just a talk show. Yeah. Like, she's not there doing news. We say that maybe she has a show weekly or bi-weekly because it's more current. Yeah, she's absolutely not So she doing can news. reference what's happening. She doesn't even really. In right. the episodes I've watched, but anyway, that's nothing so maybe is she doesn't. particularly yeah. current. Yeah. But I think that's why they do that weekly schedule, though. Yeah. So, like, they could talk about the trending hashtag. Well, and they week. do definitely for their guests or whatever. Like, they bring on whoever's got a movie coming out this right, week or right. whatever. Which wouldn't yeah. work so well if you had to pre produce the whole show right. the year before. Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right, that's it. Did you create... This is totally related. Did you create an account on my Netflix account? I created a profile. Called Test? Called Test, so I could watch (laughs) Making a Murderer without interfering with your watching algorithm. Wow. That I was going to delete um, sometime today. You're a beautiful man. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Okay, so that's it. Sorry for the long pause. I mean, there was stink eye on the TV. Um... So that's it for this week's episode of Dangerous to Go Alone. Follow us on our frequently updated Tumblr that Amanda now manages, mostly, <laughs> yeah. um, by going to D- DG, d2ga.tumblr.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter, at DangerAlonePod. Follow me on Twitter, J-A-Y underscore R-E-Y. Check out BrokenJars.xyz to check out all the other shows. Um, if you have comments, thoughts, let us know on the social media networks leave comments rate iTunes fucking please because Serial's gonna catch up to us they are and then Sarah Koenig Koenig wait what is the next season of Serial gonna be about do we know we don't know ugh we don't know why don't you know I think it's gonna be about bronies <laughs> that would be dope um and that's it we will see you next week Bye.